All right, you guys, welcome back. Thank you again for listening. This is our second episode, and this is The Knot, where we talk about all things marriage is and is not. I'm here with my husband, Nate, again for another wonderful week. And this week, we are talking about expectations of marriage versus reality. Now, before we get into it, normally Alyssa has some quote or something about marriage, but she doesn't have any. So, we have dad jokes. So, first thing, did you know that French fries were not first cooked in France? You want to know where they were cooked at? Where were they first cooked at, Nate? They were first cooked in Greece. Oh, that is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can get with that. All right. Okay, two more. Two more? Yes. Okay. This one is a Chuck Norris joke. Fine. <laughs> okay. Chuck Norris got bit by a rattlesnake. Okay. Three days later, the rattlesnake died. I don't get it. It's because Chuck Norris is the greatest. He's practically impervious. That's the lore around Chuck Norris. Oh, I think you told me this one before, and I, I didn't get it. And I just... <laughs> you, just you just did. I still don't get it, but it's okay. Uh, okay. Everybody who knows Chuck Norris' lore will understand it. I know who Chuck Norris is. All right. I guess I'm just... Okay. It's all about how 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 untouchable he is. Yeah, yeah from his I get it. from his shows and how he was he was a legitimate uh, uh, hunter. Not hunter. What? No, he was a legitimate martial arts competitor and champion once upon a time. That's why he was in the movie with Bruce Lee. I think it was. I forget what it was. Correct me in the comments. I believe it was Enter the Dragon. Or that Enter the Dragon might have been the one with... Uh, uh, Bruce Lee. Oh. No. I think it might have been Return of the Dragon. I think Return of the Dragon was Chuck Norris. And I forget. I forget, unfortunately. I forget. My son and I watched it. Anyways. Detour, excuse me. The last dad joke... Mm-hmm. How do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. That was that was cute, I guess. It was good, right? It was straight. That was funny. <laughs> Whatever. It Whatever. was straight. It was it was sorry. Thank you all for participating and listening to Yay! Dad Jokes. Okay, that was okay. So, um, Nate, you can go first, talking about your expectations of marriage versus reality. And I want to start by saying, if you're married, then you know that you had an idea of what you thought marriage would be before you got married, whether you were a little girl or I don't know how much little boys fantasize about being married or teenagers, but everybody had an idea of what they thought their lives would be once they got married. Uh, I know for me, I'm not going to say my expectations or my reality, but I do know that I did have 
an idea of the way things would be set up. I had an idea of the way things would fall into place. I had an idea of how I would be, how my husband would be, how my children would be. Um, And if you're not married, I'm just here to burst your bubble and let you know that unfortunately what you anticipate marriage to be will probably be something completely different. I see girls all the time um, talking about, I can't wait to meet my prince. Um, They always say, you know, make biblical references that I think are ridiculous. Um, That's a whole story for a different time. But I just feel like their marriage is more than a romantic union. Um, And I think it's so important for us to recognize and acknowledge that. So we're going to start with Nate with his expectations um, versus the reality of what actually happened once he got married so what he expected prior to marrying me or getting married in general and then what happened post-marriage um and post-marrying me I have not heard these expectations just like I hadn't heard the dad jokes so the shock factor is (laughs) is real so the dad jokes were that funny (laughs) no I'm a little like I take a minute to process, so okay, you know. I want to speak to all the dudes, the gentlemen listening as well. Um, a lot of what girls and women grow up with, uh, it's targeted. Um, that's why you have the princess stories, the fairy tale stories, uh, the rom coms, because that's all targeting women, and unfortunately, that that does impact. Uh, what they expect when they go into marriage. Um, however, even though us dudes, us gentlemen may not have the same targeted cultural phenomenons to us, we still have expectations as well. Whether it's from our family and our culture, how we grew up, to whether it's the desires that we have for our family, um, you guys have it too. Um, so if you're single and listening, don't fall into the trap that uh, you are, are not, you don't have these expectations because you do. And it's better to be aware of them and to be looking for them once you're married than to kind of be oblivious and blindsided. Because one of the things that I struggled with, uh, my first expectation um, was I expected that my main priority in marriage was to go to work make money, and that's it. That was my priority. Um, when Alyssa and I first got married, um, we, were very, we were struggling a lot financially. Uh, we both had different apartments, um, separate apartments in our name. We had our son born shortly after. Um, so, and she was very, very ill. So a lot of the financial... Burn if fell on me, so I worked two jobs, and then once we were married, I assumed that okay, now my my priority, my focus, is to make money. My focus is to go to work, get paid, pay bills, and then continue to push our family into financial success. And that's not wrong, but it was a good two years. Uh, probably we got married in 2015. It was probably until 2017 where 
we finally started to experience a level of, I would say, happiness and peace in our home. And I know that. 2017. Mm-hmm. It's 2019 right now. We just started having peace in 2019? 2018. No. I would disagree. Okay. I would say we got married in 2015. Mm-hmm. We moved back into your parents' place in 2017. That was the year we were about to move to Jacksonville. And then we moved with your parents. Yeah. Side. Yeah. I think at that point, we... So... I maybe, you know, it wasn't perfect yet, but I can say my expectations got broken at that point because I was struggling with um, the concept. I go to work, I come home, and when I come home, I'm done. Does that make sense? So you're saying like by 2017, we were on the up and up. Right. And what happened, I would go to work. When I come home, I was done. I was I was not obligated to invest anything into my family anymore, into my marriage in particular, because I did that. I went to work. I, I took all the angry people credit card calls. I took all the angry people's checking account stuff. I dealt with all that stress and I did it for my family. And now when I come home, I am finished. I can be concerned about myself. I can... Uh, recharge myself, and there's nothing that my family needs more from me, which was completely far from the truth, because you demanded emotional support from me, because that's just what marriage does in the first place. Secondly, we were going through a very emotional trying time, so I didn't realize that, and so I got I continued to get angry with you, because I was like, what more? Does she want from me? And yeah, you're you're really grumpy. And uh, yeah, you did act like, you know, I didn't understand it. So I I I was very um frustrated because as I continue to pour into work, as I continued to pour into uh, our our marriage and pour into what we were doing there was uh, there was this continued like back in there was, con- there was this continued wall that I kept hitting and I was like what am I doing wrong like God what am I not figuring out God what am I not 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 working on and Essentially, because I kept having this expectation that my only job, that my only obligation, that my only responsibility was to bring home the bacon, I, I, I couldn't meet Alyssa. I couldn't meet you. I couldn't meet you where you were. And so I kept failing. I kept, uh, I kept losing out. So that was my, um, that's my first uh, expectation that was shattered. It, it did take a long time to be shattered. Um, I think because we were kind of alone in it and it was very, uh, hard time for us, but ultimately, yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what happened. So, and what's the second one? Uh, did you want me to do the second one? Or did you want to do your I prefer you to go first. With both of mine? Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so the next expectation that I had was I thought that being married, there would be um, there would be minimal conflict. And here's what I mean by that. I knew that we would argue about stuff. But I thought that I thought it was mostly me. If we if we had problem, I would tell her what to do, and she would fix it. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's funny. And so I assumed that if we had an issue, if we had a decision to make, all I had to do was you would be like Nate, what should we do? And I would tell you what to do, and you would listen to me, and that would be it. But that's not how it worked, unfortunately. And that led to a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of backlash. Um, that led to a lot of uh, issues in our marriage. Um, I think it was, it was one of the things that kept compounding. Unfortunately, because what would happen is um, I would I would say something. I would tell her to do something. I would give her, let's say, instructions uh, and she wouldn't do it. And so I thought that, you know, you were um, you were not listening to me. I thought you she was. uh, I thought she was ignoring me. I thought she was. Not not being a good wife and not being supportive. And um, God had to check me on that. One day we were at a New Year's Eve party for a friend. And um, Alyssa has this habit of not drinking her drinks all the way. Uh, she'll drink something and then she like, she'll put it down and there'll be just like a little bit of juice left at the bottom. Or there'll be a little bit of soda. And so we're at this New Year's Eve party and one day... She um she gets her drink, she puts it down, and I tell her, I was like, you're going to spill that drink. And like, I don't know if you can hear like kind of just the tone of my of me, but in that moment, I wasn't, I thought I was looking out for her. But in that moment, I wasn't looking out for her. I was just, I was being a know-it-all. I was like, you're going to spill that drink. Because she does that. She does that a lot. She has a little drink. She drinks some of it. She doesn't drink all of it. I she puts it down. I don't remember this. This was at, um... I know whose New Year's Eve party yeah. you're talking about, but I just, I don't remember this happening. So, yeah, you had a drink, and uh, you drank some of it, and you put it down, and I said, you're going to spill it. And you were like, no, I won't. And I, and I said it as, no, you're going to spill it. And then, sure enough, you spilt it. And then, once you spilt it, I was like, see, I told you. Because I felt vindicated, because I was like, you never listen to me. You don't, I tell you to do stuff, you don't, da-da-da. And you were like, in that moment, you were kind of just like, Nate, if you knew I was going to spill it, why didn't you just move it? And do you remember that? I don't remember that, but I just remember when I was younger, my dad would do stuff like that, too. He would, especially about juice, he would always (laughs) be, you're going to spill that, you're pouring it way too fast, you're going to leave it, and and you're going to forget it and come back and spill it. And I think in that moment, I just felt, and in general... To what you're talking about, I just felt like 
instead of and and for my dad too and i think my dad did the best he can no slight to him there like he's a wonderful dad and you're a wonderful husband but i just felt like that was very reminiscent if i can tap into my memory then because like i said i don't i don't really i vaguely remember it was just i guess hurtful because you feel like you're supposed to be on a team with someone right and it turns into more of a competition right and Especially with me, who really struggled with who's for me and who's not for me. I was going through a lot of family issues. Um, and I think that that was very hurtful because I thought that we were teammates. And our relationship was founded on being teammates. We, When our relationship started, we were both going through very difficult things. We both experienced loss. Um, and we were there for each other. And I feel like we were getting away from that. So, sorry, you can continue, but that well, was just... No, that's that's exactly... Well, you see, that's what marriage is, but I had a different definition of what a teammate's supposed to be. I thought a teammate was, I tell you what to do, and you just follow my lead. Mm. And, and instead of, you know what, in that moment, a teammate would have said, I know she's going to spill it. And I've had to learn to do this now. She's going to spill it. Let me just pick it up. Yeah. Or let me just move it by my feet. Or let me just drink the rest of the juice, which is what I do most of the time now. I just drink stuff after you. I don't even drink juice. That's too sidebar, but... It was yeah. must have been a soda then. I don't drink soda. It was something I'm red. I'm sure I was sipping It was something. something red. It wasn't alcoholic. It was. It was something red, and you, you didn't drink all of it, and so I drank it, and so... Drink it. I didn't drink it. I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't I drink it. You it. spilled it. So gotcha. now I drink stuff for you because that's what a real teammate does. So ultimately, how did you come to the realization that in that moment, see? just in general? Well, in that moment, God convicted me when you said that. And then I had another person. Shout out to Cassius. Um, he told me another time he was like he was the first person to tell me this. And I've heard it since. Um, he said that the enemy, what the enemy does, what the devil does is he, you are a union. You are one team. What the enemy does is he gives you a problem. And then he, instead of you working with your wife to solve the problem, he now puts you against each other to solve this problem. Oh, that's a good, a good thought. A good, uh, he was yeah. the first person. I, I'm, I'm explaining, I'm paraphrasing it differently, but he was the first person to help me understand the concept that the enemy divides and conquers. No, but that, that definitely is true because all your problems are going to be the same. And you guys are coming from households with different ways of dealing with things and you have different ideas, but the, you want to both reach the same common goal. And that is... Um, the enemy is divisive, so that's that was that's shout out to him. You know, been married longer though, but and that's it's good that he gave you that advice and you actually listened. I didn't listen right away. Well, I mean, that's it, it's like, it's like the seed in my heart, right? But. It resonated with you, and you were able to apply it once you once you were, I guess, open to learning. Yeah, God had to work in my heart and let that seed grow. But yeah. yeah, shout out to my brother. Love you. Yeah, and 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 in response to the first, um, I know it was kind of quiet during that time, but in response to that first expectation that you had 
um, about just being the provider. I think that well, not just the provider. I, being my only my only thing was the provider. Right. That was my right. only thing. Like I would come, and once I came home, I didn't have anything else off. to do. You were off. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Right. And so when you would ask to go out and do stuff, I'd be like, for what? Right, like you have the money about it. You have the well, I was was tired too, but like that was my I think that was the main thing on my heart was like, I do all this work, I work two jobs, I do all this stuff, leave me alone, I'm home now, don't don't bother me, you know. Yeah, and you acted that way, you really did, just like a big old, a big old grump. But in response to the first, um the first expectation just about being the provider and 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 that being your only your only job um it, it's it's kind of like being a mom and and a lot of women fall into my only job is to be a good mom my only job is to take care of these kids and once these kids are taken care of i'm off I don't have to um, cuddle with you when you get home. I don't have to give you, um, have sex with you. I don't have to um, do anything because I've been home all day. I've nurtured these children. I've held on to your child all day. I'm on sensation overload because I've had to hold on to this baby all day. I've had to cuddle and kiss bruises all day. And so in me, there's no romance left. Um, And I think... Being a married person, the number one thing is is sacrifice. And as I was telling a friend yesterday, and she's learned, and, and I've learned, and I think every married person has learned all. Uh, we were having a conversation in a group of friends. Is um, Once I was listening to a sermon that the pastor said, when it's hardest to praise God, that's probably the best time to praise God. And so when it's hardest to serve your wife or your husband, that's the best time to serve them because... It's true service. Um, it's a it's a job. It's a project. It's not just um, you're not happily doing it. You're doing it even though you're not happy. Um, and so I think that that's a, a big deal. And I think it's important for us to all know that things are not going to come naturally. And things will be hard. You're going to have to figure out some stuff. And, and that's okay. So thank you for sharing, Nate. I never heard these things before, and I'm so glad that you shared. And you're so glad I changed too. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad for growth. Period. Oh. Period. We're so we're in so such a better spot right right now. We continue to grow, and I think we've just changed so much. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. All right, so my expectation versus reality. My first expectation was um, in marriage, I would feel whole. And I think that that addresses a lot of things. But I think the number one thing that I thought um, that once I got married, that um, I would be a better person. That because I was married, because I got married, a lot of my issues that I was facing, low self-esteem, being indecisive, um, having little confidence. I thought all those things would kind of evaporate Mm -hmm. and be solved in marriage. And I'm sure enough people have been married. And if not, and you're listening and you're not married or you are married, 
uh, other those things do not evaporate they are illuminated they grow It, it it is it becomes a bigger issue your insecurities go from you looking in the mirror and looking at yourself and saying gosh i'm so fat to gosh i'm so fat i think my husband is gonna go out and find another girl then you look for signs of your husband going to find another girl and regardless of him saying you're beautiful you're this you're that i won't leave you those things creep up on you you think about it all the time you're looking at you know his messages and his page and 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 then you find yourself in a position where you like who is this person and I'll even give you an example uh one time I was we weren't even married yet I was very pregnant we were about to get married maybe a month um a month later and I guess one of Nate's ex you know whoever he was dealing with in the past had messaged him and my husband was kind enough to um show me the message and, and tell me that this young lady had messaged him and I uh me and all my insecurity I don't know if um me and my insecurity and a couple of other flaws that I had at the time but I'd say namely insecurity felt like I had to say something to her rather than letting my husband fight the battle thing I was so insecure that before he got a chance to respond to her and say you know please stay away um, and, and instead of respecting the fact that my husband actually showed me this message and was honest with me instead of taking advantage of the situation, whatever it was that she wrote, um, I wrote back to her and I told her, you know, to leave him alone. Things are what they were. You're obviously the past. You obviously didn't matter enough. So why are you um, talking to him? And I I don't even know that she was reaching out to him. Actually, she was reaching out to him because she'd heard that I said something months before about her. But I'm just kind of like, you're just looking for a reason to talk to him. You know what I mean? If you need closure, you don't need to talk to the person. You find closure within yourself, especially if that person is married or in a relationship. So I was mad. And she and I went back and forth and back and forth. And, and as we went back and forth, I realized how stupid I looked. That was fueled by insecurity and how... The fact that I was about to be married didn't matter. It actually made things worse for me that I really felt like I had more to defend or more to be um, insecure about. Um, And so I just really thought I'd be this whole person. I really thought that I would feel better. I would look better. I would be better. Um, And I could, I guess, now I, I... I realized I was looking for something to hide behind and marriage was it. And I guess instead of thinking of it that way, I thought of it as marriage will fix this instead of me fixing myself. And so recently the same girl has written Nate and at this point I think she needs to be blocked, but (laughs) I'm not insecure anymore. So I did not even think gosh I should should message her I was like I trust my husband to handle the situation accordingly I'm not insecure I don't really care about it um and the Lord was just laying it upon my heart like look at this growth look at how much you've grown as a person but it took me attacking my issues on my own it took me praying about what I had going on inside of myself on my own it took me getting a mentor and working through these things with her and with God on my own outside of Nate and Nate is 
uh, a man. He's just a man. He's not the Lord. And instead of fixing things through me, I had to learn how to fix things through Christ and 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 um, and, and and find my value um, in Him. And surprisingly enough. I did the blocking thing today. Oh, did you really? Yeah. That was that was nice. I didn't even tell you. You didn't even tell me, and if you, I, I just, you know, I it would have made a difference. But I just did it earlier this morning. The reason why I waited so long to block, I I don't know. I'm not on social media a lot. Um, most of the time, my my pages are disabled or whatever. But with the summer happening and um. Just different things that I want trying to accomplish this summer. Um, I'm opening the channels specifically for some accountability with some of my brothers in my life. So that's why I have them. So the opportunity came up, like she said, with this person. And so, um, yeah. So surprise. Surprise. Merry Christmas. That's Merry Christmas to you. I was fine about it. You know what I mean? And, and, um, yeah, I feel whole through restorative measures um, that I've taken on my own. Nothing that Nate has has done. I mean, he's been a good husband and been very supportive. But I've definitely had to find myself in Christ and in myself first before I I, I, I grew whole. Um, so, yeah, the second expectation I had was that I would never be one of those irrational or over-emotional over married women. I think growing up, I didn't watch my parents fight a lot, but when they did fight, I just couldn't understand why my mom was being whiny. I'd just be like, just do what he wants, you know, you're being a baby. In my head. Sorry, mom. Uh... Just do what he wants. Like, stop whining. Stop nagging him. Gosh, I'd be like, she's so annoying. I'm never going to be like that. Or watching TV and seeing these women just cry and be beside themselves. Oh, honey, you don't understand. I just, I'm like, I would never be like that. Like, that's laughable. It's almost like comical. Um, and I think part of me grew up emotional. So my mom is a therapist, um, but she's also an emotional person. Um, and my dad is the opposite, very logical, very black and white. It is what it is. And that's what it is. And so I'm a mix of those two personalities. I am irrationally emotional and <laughs> methodical. It just irrationally emotional and methodical. And so the methodical, logical part of me that I got from my dad just really never understood the oh gosh the drama that came with marriage um but gosh even before i was married i turned into one of those emotional women and it grew it grew i think what really fueled my emotion um was misdirect mis Directed frustration, but I also realized when you marry someone, 
it is a roller coaster. It is an emotional roller coaster. You love this person, you have sex with this person, and that person gets on your nerves the next day by leaving the toilet seat up and peeing all over the toilet, peeing on the floor. Then this person, um, you pack lunch for this person, you put all this passion in the lunch you've packed for them, and they leave it, and then they go <laughs> spend $10 on fast food. Then that person comes home and says, I love you, I brought you a gift, and you want to kiss them, and you know, you're like, oh, I love this guy and then then you're like here take the baby and this person wants to play video games I mean on a daily basis there are ups and downs of emotions and I think that I guess I didn't realize the magnitude like how much I would have to be around this person all the time like dating someone is one thing like I get to see I mean unless you live with a person you're dating which I I I disagree with and I've never done that but um, I think marriage just ups the ante you know you're married to this person there's a process to get rid of them or to let them go I have to be here at least for however long I'm trying to do the godly thing I'm trying to find myself I just had a baby and so I find myself crying crying and Nate would just be like and then one time he's like, you're crying again? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, do I really cry that much? I mean. When did I say that? I said gosh, that for real? I don't remember, but I remember just being extremely hurt. Wait, where, where were you we were not in? moved by my tears. Where I don't know. In? I don't know. But, I, don't, I didn't say that. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say something. Yeah, you I must said, have been really After just, the fact, I think you did. I yeah. must have been really just like fed up. That's what I'm saying. Like I just, but if you think about the emotional roller coasters you have to deal with and being married to someone, it's a lot. And sometimes, especially with the unresolved issues that I mentioned in my expectation number one, you feel like crying. And even when you don't have, uh, you feel whole in yourself and you know who you are, you still don't know who you are married as a wife. It's a different dynamic. You could be hot stuff and and go get a girl when you are not married and you get married and you get fat because you're pregnant and you have these babies and you can't be as active and you can't go to the gym because you got to find a babysitter up and there's no babysitter because your family doesn't live near you are a different person married so you definitely have to refine yourself married as well um so as to speak to the emotions, how did I stop being so emotional? Gosh, I'm I think I'm still emotional. I'm a lot less emotional. You're still emotional. You but, just uh I think you're still emotional. You're just emotional about different things. Uh you have thicker skin and I think you 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 allocate your energy differently whereas before you might have been emotional about everything. Uh the toilet seat, socks, whatever but now with time you might be emotional about di- different things am i wrong well i mean you learn how to be, pick your battles um you so i'm less emotional about things like the toilet seat being left up um i'm less emotional about things like um why don't you pay me more attention? Because I like my alone time now before I really, really wanted to be with Nate all the time. And now I I enjoy when he says, I'm about to go for the day because I get a chance to 
go for a walk and recalibrate myself and my emotions. I get a chance to center myself. And I think what was missing was obviously age and maturity, but also the opportunity to center myself and spend time with myself and get to know myself. Um, And we have two kids now, so I don't even know that I have time to cry. (laughs) I think I spend more time watching them cry and try to figure out their emotions than I have time to to spend crying and when I do have time I again like I said I like to center myself I like to take walks I like to read I like to journal um and yeah so those are my expectations versus the reality of what would come sweet yeah you don't have any responses to either one um no, I love you. Okay. And, um, oh, man, I was going to do a joke at the beginning. Like, what, what were my expectations? I was going to say all my expectations were met and exceeded because you're amazing. Mm, okay. <laughs> but, no, I don't have any, I don't have any, um... Any questions for you? I, I mean, no. I, I, I love you. Okay, thank you. I love you too. So next week, um, we have two options of what we'll be discussing. Um, next week, um, if you're listening, you can send in a question or a topic that you'd like Nate and I to address. Or um, if no one sends a topic or a question... Um, Next week, we'll be discussing how soon is too soon to get married. Nate and I got married real soon. (laughs) (laughs) And so we both will answer the question, one, if we thought, you know, we got married, you know, did we get married too soon? Was it just right? And as far as other people, how soon is too soon and and, um, the ramifications ramifications that come with um, getting married too soon or... Maybe waiting a little too long. I don't know. How soon is too soon? Oh, that's good. Maybe there's waiting too long. That's a good one. You Hmm. think so? There's waiting too long. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find Um, out. We'll talk about it next week. (laughs) If nobody sends in, um, again, a question or a topic. So you can send a message via Facebook or Instagram with your question or your topic. And then... If not, other than that, how soon is too soon or not soon enough? Thank you guys for listening.